Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Jessica Hazeman podcast. Uh, Today, I'm going to be answering a question that I get a lot, which is how am I preparing for the baby? And I thought I would break it down into 10 things that I'm doing to prepare for the baby, although it might seem like a little bit more um, and some of them might not apply to you. So number one, we're going to dive right in is organizing the nursery. For me, I wanted a designated space for all of the baby things because I knew if I didn't, I knew if we had it like be part of the office, it would just get too confusing. So I wanted everything baby related in the baby's room. I took time to organize everything, label everything, fold everything, make sure that everything had a space because I knew that I was not only setting up this nursery for a newborn baby who is not going to appreciate it, but these were going to be the foundations of how to keep our baby's room clean and eventually our toddler's room and eventually our kid's room. So all of these things and systems I wanted set up so that they they could last potentially for years and years. Number two of 10 is to take classes. My husband and I knew that we wanted to do a as many classes as possible, basically, and learn as much as we could about the process because both of us feel that the more information we have, the better we can make decisions in the moment. So while I don't think that I'm going to have a perfect birth with no complications, I know that things come out of nowhere, we still wanted to make sure that we had classes under our belt um, that we could learn more about hypno breathing and learn more about having natural unmedicated birth. And we also took a CPR class. Um, I also am planning to take a a class designated specifically on how to introduce a dog. Um, our, we have a one-year-old Australian shepherd to a newborn baby. So all of these classes um, have just been really helpful in opening up our eyes and getting ready for this process and keeping us excited because nine months is a long time to wait to meet your little one. Number three, which I think is huge um, and is going to help so much, is to plan for upcoming holidays and events. And what I mean by that is we have a baby due November 30th, right? So we're right in the middle of Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, which are the two two holidays that we celebrate in our family. And I just know how busy I'm going to be. So I not only planned for taking out all of our Christmas stuff and kind of getting it set up early. Um, I'm planning to decorate for Christmas in the middle of November rather than the end of November when the baby is due. So we're setting up our Christmas tree, our decorations, our lights all early. But another thing that we're doing is I have already, it's a month before, um, two months before Christmas. So right now we are at November 1st. We have got a long time before Christmas, but all of our gifts for all of our family are purchased and wrapped. Um, I do not want to be wrapping gifts and doing cute little decorations when I've got a newborn that I want to love on. So I made sure to buy all the gifts for Christmas ahead of time and as well as baby showers that I have coming up birthdays I bought cards for and gifts for that I needed. Anything that's going to be happening in the next two to three months, I have already purchased, already wrapped and ready to go. So that was what I think is going to be a huge help. I'm not going to have to do those things. I'm not going to have to run around last minute and grab those things. So 
I feel pretty cool that I got that all done. Um, another thing that I did is went on Shutterfly, which is where I get my Christmas cards from, and picked out a Christmas card that I kn- knew I would like, have it ready so that when I get those newborn photos, I can update, upload a newborn photo. And I also created a file of all of our addresses. <clears throat> Typically, I dress my own envelopes for our Christmas cards, but I knew I wasn't going to want to sit there addressing envelopes with a newborn baby. So I have a file that I can upload and pay for Shutterfly to address all of my envelopes and send them for me. So all of our Christmas cards, holiday cards are taken care of. Um, I also have outfits picked out. I don't didn't order the outfits, our Christmas outfits yet, because we don't know what size the baby's going to be. We don't know what gender the baby's going to be. So we're waiting on that. But I do have a few ones that I like picked out and ready to go. Um, and last but not least, I prepared the photo book. So I do both a yearly photo book as well as a um, baby book designated for, you know, birth to to one years old for the baby. Um, so I have both of those set up as much as I can. Um, what I mean by that is obviously our regular photo book is up to date. Everything that we've done up till now is uploaded. So I just have to keep up with it for the rest of the year. However, the baby book is also, it has all of our maternity photos in it. It has like my progress photos from six weeks when we first found out to all the way up to 36 weeks now. Um, It has all of it. It has everything that I could put in that baby book first. I also wrote about what my first trimester, second trimester, third trimester experience was like. I included um, finding or telling our family, pictures of telling our family. If you did a gender reveal, you can put all of that in the baby book and have that baby book started with all of those photos before the baby even comes, which is a great tactic if you're a procrastinator. Um, So those are all like kind of seasonal holiday extra things that I did to make sure that those first few months I'm focused on the baby and not all this other stuff. Number four is a little lengthy. I kind of combined a bunch of things that I did, but number four is packing hospital bags, um, which I have an entire printable PDF for you available on my website at jessicahazeman.com. If you're interested in what all of my followers on Instagram suggested to pack in your hospital bags. I included everything. So there's a bag for mom, what toiletries to bring, what you should bring for the room, what kind of um, documents you need, your labor bag, what you should have with you while you're actually giving birth, um, a bag for what to include for the baby and dad. One thing that I'd like to point out is that My doula recommended having your dad or having the dad, not your dad, (laughs) having dad pack or your partner, whoever's going to be in the hospital with you for that 24-7 type of thing, pack their own bag so that they know exactly what's in it, where everything is, and then on top of it, know your bag as well. So once you're done packing, show them everything you've included, where it is, where they can find it, so that they can grab those things for you in the hospital. So if you want that PDF, um, it's available for free. You can download it. Um, Another thing that we did was set up a nursing and diaper cart. You know those cute little like utility carts? Well, you can put some organizers in there. 
They're awesome because they're on wheels and we live in a ranch house. So it was perfect. Instead of having a diaper caddy, I can just have a little cart that I push from room to room. Whether I want to nurse, um, the diaper cart has a lot of like the baby stuff that we're going to need in the middle of the night. Um, and then my nursing or breastfeeding cart has all of our nursing, my pump, my haka, all of that good stuff. So have both of those carts set up as well as kind of like a postpartum basket. Um, This is like diapers, pads, um, lotions, our SIDS sits bath, all of that stuff that I'm going to need to take care of myself after giving birth. I have all of those things accumulated. Um, And last but not least, gift baskets. We decided we wanted to do these like cute gift baskets for both um, our mom and me kind of nurses as well as the labor um, and delivery nurses. And then I also did a gift basket for my doula who has been working with us through this entire process. So we got all of those baskets set up ahead of time. They're ready to go so that I don't have to worry about it after giving birth or right before giving birth. (laughs) Um, number five of 10 things that we did to prepare for the baby is take maternity photos. We actually got our maternity photos taken in September. Um, so I was a little like seven months. Yeah. Seven months pregnant. Um, and I also have, um, I also set up like a home maternity shoot for me to take some just photos of my actual belly in my home. Um, You could obviously hire someone to do that, but I thought I would just take some cute photos like that in the home um, and have those as well. Number six is something that we all know and think of and kind of comes instinctually, which is deep cleaning or nesting. Um, I again have an entire PDF for you. It's called Prepare the Home for Baby. um, And it is on my website, jessicahazement.com. And it has a checklist of not only um, what I'm talking about right now, how to prepare for your baby um, and the holiday and seasonal things that I did to prepare, but also the cleaning and organizing that I plan to do in each room of my house, the living room, the laundry room, the nursery, the bathrooms, bedrooms, kitchen, how I'm going to kind of deep clean, give it one good um, run through so that I feel like everything's in order for the baby. Number seven is to stock up your pantry and freezer, which is huge, guys. Like you're going to have just given birth. You're at home. You're not getting sleep. You, When you're awake, you want to pay attention to the baby and love on the baby. Um, so use your time now to buy easy meals. Um, make freezer meals or meals, crockpot meals that you can just throw in the crockpot, have them already made in your freezer. Um, all of those will help so much after. And a lot of people talk, I've never gone through the process, so I can't say, hey, like this was like the most helpful thing ever. But a lot of people talk about how preparing ahead of time, having a stocked pantry, a stocked freezer will help um, those few um, months after having a baby. Number eight is to work with pets and siblings. And I guess I kind of should have worded that as prepare your pets and siblings. Um, We have a one-year-old puppy uh, she's still a puppy for sure. I know she's one, but she's definitely still a puppy and she is a lot of work. So we want to make sure we're having her in a routine so that it's easier to add in a baby um, that she'll still feel like she's got her normal routine and things won't be crazy. So we are trying to set up a routine with her. 
we have the nursery open so that she can go in, she can sniff around that this room and all the things in it aren't totally new to her. And like I said earlier, we are planning on taking a course with um, uh, designated on how to introduce your pets to a newborn baby, how to keep both parties safe, all of that good stuff. Um, siblings, same thing. Prepare them. Talk about it. Talk about the changes. Um, you know, have things set up with um, the babysitter. Have all of that ready to go. If you're going to give them little gifts, have those ready to go. So just having that preparation for the pets and the siblings in your home. Number nine is to write down a birth plan. I have yet to do this, but I'm in the works with my doula. And um, if you haven't heard of what a birth plan is, it's basically what how you want the entire experience to go. So what from the moment that you start having contractions to the time that you leave the hospital, basically, what do you what kind of experiences do you want? For um, my husband and I, we want to have as a, a an unmedicated birth without as with little intervention as possible. Um, however, like we could end up going in, getting induced, having a C-section. We know that that's a possibility, but we want to go down the route of having as little intervention as possible first. So we communicated this with our midwives. We communicated this with our doula, and we're going to write those specific things down so that when I'm in the process of dealing with contractions and, you know, pushing this baby out, I'm not having to answer questions. Everything can be directed to my husband or my doula um, because they know my plan. They've got it all written down. Um, And I can definitely dive into a deeper episode on um, writing a birth plan and what our birth plan is because I know that a lot of you guys have asked about that. And then number 10 um, for things to do to prepare for the baby is to finalize your maternity leave. I wish I could tell you more about this. I don't know anything about working for a company and doing maternity leave because I'm self-employed. So preparing for maternity leave was a lot different for me. Um, I hope to keep you guys updated as an influencer. I hope to continue to post and share my life and share all of those um, fun amazing experiences that are about to happen. Um, But I did make a lot of content ahead of time. I um, worked with the brands that I'm working with know that a baby is on the way and expected November 30th. So that was how I finalized it. But make sure that you have everything set um, so that you guys, um, you and your partner or whoever's helping you through this process, feel confident, um, you know, when you come home from there, all you got to worry about is the baby. That's that's our goal. So those are the 10 things that I'm doing to prepare for the baby. You can find all of these on my spreadsheet, um, prepare home for the baby. It includes all of these things as well and more. So you can pick and choose what you want to do to prepare for your own baby. Um, congratulations. I'm sure that this is the people listening to this have a little one of their own on the way. So I'm very happy for you. Make sure to ask any questions um, and let me know if this was helpful. Um, leave a review, tag me, um, use the hashtag the Jessica Heisman podcast. I love to see that you guys are enjoying the content that I'm putting out. So have a wonderful week. 